listen, it's two fellas that really put the more in morbidly obese, Cliff and Kendall. Cliff and Kindle, Cliff and Kindle, Cliff and Kindle. And Charles Lindbergh is a woman? Yep, yep, yep. Matt, 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 You're a hot dog, and you better not try to hurt me, Kindle. <laughs> <laughs> this is Cliff and Kendall Coast to Coast. What a way to start a show. We're still here, motherfuckers. We're still here. Good times and bum times. I've had them all in my dear. <laughs> I'm still here. And we did it our fat way. Our way. Yes, there were times, I'm sure you knew, when we bit off more than we could chew. <laughs> Never. Ring true, Kendall? Does that ring true? Now, we've never bitten off more than we could chew, Cliff. Ever. No. Kendall, do We're you think... We're going to a food coma. I look like such a cool rock uh, rocker or biker dude with this long hair. Don't you think so? Uh, sure, we'll go with that. A cool <laughs> rock dude. I look like Bon Jovi with this hair, I was, Kendall. I was thinking other things, but we'll go with that. What were you thinking? Uh, it's not important. I was thinking about all the kangaroos and the dingoes out there and wondering if anybody would ever salute them. I hope that somebody other than us does someday because I hope that we're just getting the ball rolling. We're just bringing attention to it, to the to the matter right now. You know, our ride tour, it, it is, it's just postponed indefinitely at this point, but... I feel like it's going to pick back up. We're going to still make it down under <laughs> one of these days to Australia to, to share the good news about Ra. That was the last continent, and then we'll just also swing by Antarctica. So we'll hit the last two continents. Oh, you know, there's fewer people in Antarctica than anywhere, so I think it'd be great to go there. It'd be Think of how much they must be longing for live entertainment and lectures. I love it. I can't wait to go. It's cold and lonely. Two of my favorite things. We're going to make it to Australia and to Antarctica one day, but today we're talking about those two things from Australia, right? Yes. The kangaroos and the dingoes, baby. The dingo ate your kangaroo. The dingo <laughs> ate my baby-roo kangaroo. Did you love uh, kangaroo? Is that your favorite kangaroo in pop culture? Is the kangaroo, kanga, and roo from Winnie the Pooh. I did love them. Uh, kanga and little roo. I love them. I, I loved the live-action Winnie the Pooh from Disney when I was a kid. Live? Oh, the yeah. I think I remember that. It That one in Dumbo, they were real cheap to produce. It was just a green screen with people in costumes, but it was great. Just fond memories. But kangaroos. Kangaroos, Kendall. Yeah, yeah. You might be surprised, Cliff. Well, I don't know if you would. You probably know this by now. But other people would be super surprised. No, there are four species of kangaroo. If you don't know this by now, you will never know four species of kangaroos all those celebrities doing sing-alongs online i'm like is too hard too hard too hard but how hard, are they doing all these songs hard, where they're hard, like singing along and it's it's too hard to sync up uh, listen all the celebrities online they're not singing as well as we are kendall but you know i did i did hear jake gyllenhaal talk about that oddly enough because oh really he because he did the stephen sondheim 90th birthday yeah. thing uh and he did a duet from Sunday in the Park with George, one that I've performed for you many times. <laughs> it's called Move On. It's from the end. But anyway, but yeah, and he, he was talking about that to Stephen Colbert and what like sort of what he said didn't even make sense. He's like, we were on a delay and you had to sing this part early and first <laughs> and then it was this. And it was like, oh my God, how could you ever keep up with that? Crazy, crazy, crazy. Four, Four species of kangaroo clip. <gasps> Four. The red. The antelopine, 
the eastern gray and the western gray kangaroo. I don't even know how to tell them apart. I wouldn't know if one of them showed up, if it was red or gray, but that's the four. Something tells me it might have something to do with their color. Talk about Ooh. your fantastic four. There you go. That's them. They're jumping in on the scene. Yeah, that's where uh, Stan Lee got the idea, right, for Fantastic Four. <laughs> he was in Australia, he was down under, and all four of them came up at once. Now, here's one thing that we do have in common with red kangaroos, as you were just talking about. They're the largest marsupial. Ooh. They're huge. So if you see just a damn gigantic kangaroo, you, and you think that's the Cliff and Kendall of kangaroos, it's a red kangaroo. You know, the ca- the kangaroos, they're the only big-ass animal to use hopping as their primary method of locomotion with me. Come on, swing your kangaroo now. Hop, hop. Come on, baby. Hop, hop. <laughs> hop, hop. Oh, there needs to be a new kangaroo hop, song. Hop. <laughs> <laughs> I know. The stupid goddamn baby shark is over. Where's baby kangaroo, the hit remix? Hopping with the kangaroos. Yeah, now I wonder why they were like, you know, let's just let's just hop along. Well, where, where, where did they get the idea for that, Cliff? I mean, why would you not hopping is more fun than just walking? That's true. And you get, I feel like you get further in a hop than you do in just one stride of a walk. I guess so. I don't hop much, so I wouldn't know. Oh, Kendall, it hurts my fat too much. They've got it all over us. They they've discovered the way to do it. We can learn from them. Now, Cliff, little kangaroos, you know what they call uh, them? They're little, they're little joeys. Joeys. Uh, it's a joey kangaroo. And they'll just, they'll sometimes jump head first into their mother's pouch when frightened. They'll just dive right in. <laughs> <laughs> just dive right in. Why, and why not? Don't you wish we had a big pouch we could jump in these days? <laughs> I feel like my whole body is a big pouch. <laughs> Well, yeah, but I want a pouch to get in that I can just stay warm and cozy and away from the world. I don't know. Would you still, if you knew this, female kangaroos, they can determine the sex of their offspring. They just get to think about it and choose it one day. And I don't know what day. They have the right to choose, Cliff. <laughs> I believe in a kangaroo's right to choose. Kendall, don't <laughs> come for me. They can even delay gestation when environmental factors are likely to diminish the chance of young surviving. So, like, if today they thought, God, what a horrible one, nothing to myself. What a horrible world. <laughs> They'd be like, I'm keeping this baby in until this world gets better. She's waiting oh. on the world to change. Cliff, you better keep it down. Those kangaroos have excellent hearing. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, they have such good hearing. Don't don't you miss good hearing? Or is that just me? Because I used to be able to hear so well. I feel like, uh, I, I don't know. I don't know. I can't. don't know how to answer that one, Kendra. You stumped me. Oh, that's the first <laughs> that's on the show first. recorded in the law. Really, I just didn't hear what you said, so I didn't know what to say. <laughs> now, Kendall, you uh, know, yesterday you were so worried. But you, you had to give me a Silkwood shower when I came back, but I, I had to go to the dentist. Oh, and how did it go? And Well, you know, it's very different these days because I went in and I did not bring my mask with me. Because I thought, well, my mouth's going to be wide open the whole time anyway. Yeah. I thought, what is the point? But, of course, they looked at me like I was radioactive when I walked in. (laughs) And, uh, you know, I had to fill out a, uh, you know, you have to fill out all those forms every time for some reason. Every time, even though it's exactly the same as last time. But if uh, in, the, in the event that I can't pay, that it'll be back, it'll go back to Mr. Snodbottom and Kendall at Cliff and Kendall Studios. Right, which reminds me, I need to give you your credit card back. Mm. But anyway, I went and they they said, "Oh, do you have a mask?" I said, "No," because my mouth's going to be wide open the whole time anyway. And, I, and then I opened it really wide to show her what it looked like. And <laughs> they all ran. <laughs> they ran. <laughs> no, but she said, "Okay, well, we need you to go back to the car to fill that out." So I, I went back, and of course I'm I'm a protester, a rebel without a cause. I did not go back into the car. I just went outside in front of the car because there was nobody around for miles. Oh, Cliff, you're such a rebel. I know, I know. I'm a horrible, evil Karen. <laughs> uh, no, but so I went there, and then I brought it back in. They said, okay, go back to the car and wait, and we'll call you when you know don't call us we'll call you when we're ready and so then i did go to the car so i could 
just, you know, recline and enjoy my phone for a few minutes. But anyway, but eventually they did call, and, and I went back, and of course, the... Uh, like always, I feel like they're always kind of dressed, like, you know, for him from head to toe, covered up anyway. But she did have a welder's mask on, the, the dental <laughs> technician. and But everything was pretty normal. Um, um, I, you know, I was really worried I was going to have to have seven or eight new teeth. Yeah. And here's some, here's one weird thing. Of course, in general, they, let's see. So how would they describe my teeth? Think about like in a movie, and it's maybe like a place where a gang hangs out, and it's like out on the street, and it's like crumbling concrete, and there's a lot of graffiti, and there's uh-huh. like you know a, a, a tra- skid row. Yeah, skid row. There's a trash can, but it's turned over, and st- the trash is blowing around. Uh-huh. So that's down on skid row. Yeah. So think of skid row. That's kind of how they view my mouth at this point <laughs> you know like every time i ha- they said do you floss i said i'm gonna start today <laughs> are you on a diet i'm gonna start tomorrow <laughs> <laughs> it's just a lie straight from satan's lips yeah but but then um but i swear when i was in uh, we were in the middle east was the last time i went to the dentist i don't remember <laughs> where we were but somewhere and you and i both had to get new teeth in the middle east and i would swear that there they told me that i had like five cavities no kidding and so and i so to me that that says well I'll go back in a few years and see what happens <laughs> so so i went back in a few years and they said, oh, well, we've circled a few places we want to watch, but there's nothing we need to do right now. Well, Which is great, because I I, I really thought One Tooth was a goner. <laughs> but, uh, but, then, but, uh, but then I thought I was going to have like five more just regular old cavities. It's like filled. peace in the Middle East, all of a sudden. Because out on the edge of darkness, there rides a peace terrain. I know, so I couldn't believe it. So I did have to come home and make one celebratory, one last Amazon purchase just to celebrate not having to buy new teeth. And did you floss? I'm going to start today. Good. You know, I'm, it's I'm today. Glad. We need to make a poster. I'm going to start flossing today. I'm going to start flossing. <laughs> just, yeah, yeah. Posters, buttons, t-shirts. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, dear. I'm oh. so sorry to interrupt here. Did I, did I leave my thesaurus in oh. here? You know, your vocabulary is beyond compare. I can't imagine that, <laughs> that you need any extra words. <laughs> well, and and I thought you, your vocabulary was so wonderful. I thought I would just borrow it for a minute because I was looking for some, you know, other words to use for kangaroos that I, I couldn't find any though. Well, you, <laughs> you know, you, Mrs. Potter Butter Butter Turn, you know, I love to just share my intellect with everyone so what word is it you're you're needing another word for i'll just give you one you know i'll, I'll give you five or six well dear i was i wanted to use a couple different words for prosperity because i i'm doing the speech for funky's graduating first grade class ceremony i'm doing the speech on on rye and how it shapes our world and how graduating first grade is like rye blossoming <laughs> so i just wanted to, other words for prosperity dear prosperity um like you know, like a this. Um, I have this prosperity, and it's uh, I've got a uh, I've got a a good. It's it's a positive thing. You see, dear, it's difficult. And, well, I'm coming. Uh, give me, give me uh, just ten more minutes. I know I'll come up with one. <laughs> Shall we come back, dear? Oh, nonsense, boy. We'll be taking that thesaurus to go, candle boy. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. I, I get, Cliff, I guess you're going to have to stick with just one word for kangaroo. Now, dear, I, I do hope you'll be done with the show in time to see Funky's graduation. It's going to be so wonderful. Oh, I, well, you know, oh, we yeah. will. We wouldn't miss it for the world. We want to see your speech. Oh, sure. I can't wait for your commencement address. Oh, it's, I, I dare say it's highly anticipated, dear, by everyone on the island. <laughs> I bet that it is. Uh, did you make any sort of uh, hors d'oeuvres or like a celebratory uh, dinner for afterwards? Well, dear, I, I did not have many items. You know, we're, we're very limited here, so I could only make a six-course dinner with three hors d'oeuvres before. Oh, listen, I just thought of some... Some other words for prosperity, you know, wealth, success, 
uh, opulence, affluence, uh, profitability. Just if you just use any of those that just came to my mind. Cliff, Cliff, uh, Mr. Snowbomb's way ahead of you. He already walked out and he's written them on the board already. Uh -oh. <laughs> he beat you to it. <laughs> All right. Well, Mrs. Potter, Butter, Butter, Charlie, if you need any other words, you just come back, come straight to me, okay? Okay, dear. Well, I'm going to go get started warming up some vocal exercises and see what I can put together before it starts. All right. You know, say red leather, yellow leather, red leather, yellow leather. Oh, I'm not sure what leather has to do with it, dear. Oh, uh, I can't wait to hear what she has to say. You know, her speeches draw masses of millions of people online to hear her talk. Well, and when you think of the people around the world... That, that, you know, she's spoken to the crowds on five out of seven continents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's a yeah, treasure. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, we were yeah, there. Yeah, we set up those chairs. We, ha we <laughs> handed out those pamphlets that we folded ourselves. Kendall, is you have anything else pressing that you need to tell us right now about kangaroos? Well, uh, have you ever heard of, you've heard of wallabies and wallaroos? I've heard of a wallaby and wallaroos. No, what's a walla? What's a wallaroo? Well, the term. Uh, well, you know, kangaroos have many brothers that look like it, uh, and that—that's what wallabies and wallaroos are. And the term kangaroo technically describes the largest of the bunch of these wallabies and wallaroos. Wow, that is exciting. Now you know, kangaroos—they live in troops or herds made up of fifty or more. Did you know this? Ah! Whoa, what? that's what I call a mob. You know what I'd call, what would you call your kangaroo troop? I'd call mine Troop Beverly Hills. <laughs> uh, you've taken the best name already. Yeah. But no, that that is true. That's what a, you call a group of kangaroos, a mob. Oh, I, my information says troop or herd. Oh, well, your information is wrong. <laughs> yours, now look look and see who, who printed yours. Was it Tony Soprano? A lot of good information flowing around um but no cliff so do you have anybody other than funky and opie that are graduating uh lately that you're that you're excited for since they don't have a graduation or, or prom or anything this year no do you nope nope but but congrats Solve that one congrats <laughs> but congrats all. to the grads congrats. <laughs> nonetheless i'm sure many listeners are graduating they're probably listening to this right before their own ceremonies they got their own but doesn't it mortarboard make you real sad for all the people that i mean not not that our high school was great but like you know they don't have like the show the senior show they don't have like the band shows they were in they don't have the graduation they don't have their probably like all the things that you're like oh that's such a big time in everybody's life none of that stuff no no all right no because forever they'll be able to say oh well you know i didn't even get to graduate because it's coronavirus that, that'll be I they get to say <laughs> that Forever. I'd, does anybody else, uh, uh, except for possibly next year's graduates, does anybody else get to say that? No, this is the, this is the luckiest class of all time, Kendall. All right, well, that's that's looking positive at the situation, Cliff. Speaking of positive, do you know I've been throwing out some pop tarts into the back alley, and you know who loves them? The birds. They, Me. They know. <laughs> I bought these store brand. They're the brown sugar and cinnamon pop tarts. Do you like that kind? I do. I do too. I love them, but the store brand somehow sort of made me want to gag when I ate them. And normally, uh -huh. normally things do not. Normally, I just shovel whatever it is in. That it's rare, yeah. It's very rare, but but it was they're so I don't like them like to the point where I'm, I'm not going to eat them at, at all. Yeah. So I threw them out <laughs> into the. And I thought maybe some rats would take them away. Maybe some you know Falkland Island like a stray <laughs> sheep from a that's gotten loose from its herd or its mob of sheep and but no but i looked out and the birds are just pecking 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 at those pop tarts eat the birds pop tarts i did see a huge group of dead birds just on the side of town. <laughs> dead uh, of obesity uh, yeah well they, now there's a heart disease problem with birds on the Falkland Islands. Well, you know, Kendall, we've all got our own problems, and they, it's their choice if they want to eat these Pop-Tarts. I gotta ask you something. What? 
What the food? The food, 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 food. What the food, 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 food. Oh, speaking of food, I'm so hungry all the time. But that's neither here nor there. I'm not hungry. I am bloated and just maxed out in terms of stomach capacity. And yet, I just keep shoveling it in, shoveling it in. Speaking of Pop-Tarts, last night... I think you'd be used to that by now. I know. Last night, like long after you had actually fallen asleep, I woke back up. And I had to get up and I tiptoed back into the, you know, little area, the kitchenette area. Uh And what I did was I made Pop-Tarts, but I thought, Cliff, if you really put your mind to it, you can think of a way to make them more fattening. And so what I did was uh, right when they popped out of the toaster... I put unwrapped Hershey Kisses all over the top of one, and then oh. I, I smushed down the, the, to, the other one on top, making <laughs> like a layer, you know, like a two-layer dessert. And so, and it was... Called a, it's called a diabetes sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> I give it a C plus in terms of desserts. But <laughs> it was one of those things I thought, why did I want to put Hershey Kisses on these Pop-Tarts? Well, but I did, and I <laughs> ate the whole thing, of course. And then I think I still I had to go eat another, like a yogurt after that to, to just uh, cleanse the palate. Well, one time I was in the refrigerator, and I was like, I had some graham crackers. I was like, what can I put in these graham crackers? And peanut butter just wasn't satisfying my craving at the time. And I found an old bucket of like that old, like really good, like cheap Duncan Hines frosting. Oh! And I, I dipped the graham crackers in frosting, and I, oh my god, it was so good! I had a whole sleeve of graham crackers, and I finished the tub of frosting. It was so good, <laughs> so good. So sometimes it's just finding the right combination at the right time. It makes us foodologists. But that is what this segment is about. What the food? I got some food trivia for you. All right. Cliff, what? is the most ordered food in America. Macaroni and cheese. No, that's my most ordered food. But the correct answer is fried chicken. Fried finger looking good. Which is the only edible food that never goes bad. Twinkies. (laughs) Ninkies. After 10,000 years, a Twinkie will go bad, but not honey. Honey. Yeah, that's right. They found it in Egypt. Did we do a show about honey one year? Put your money on honey. If we didn't, we should. And if we did, we should again. Uh, You got it. All right, Cliff. What famous food item was formerly a cure for diarrhea? Oh, Twinkies. You shove them right up there. It absorbs it. Minky. No, it was tomato ketchup. Tomato ketchup. Real tomato ketchup, Eddie. Kendall, name the first soda pop manufactured in America. Tab. Nab. It was (laughs) Werner's Ginger Ale. Oh my god, you know what's so funny is I saw that earlier and I forgot it. I thought I should ask Cliff that, and I didn't, and I didn't, and I didn't. Uh, Name the popular American snack cake produced and sold by Dolly Madison and Hostess. Twinkies! Nicky! No, you should know this one, this is what we do all the time. Zingers! (laughs) Zingers, that's what we trade back and forth, all the zingers. (laughs) Kendall, what is the American food variation for French fries? Oh, is that tater tots, Cliff? Tater tots. I love ding, me ding, some ding. tots. You can eat those tots. <laughs> which which do you prefer, French fries or tater tots? Well, I prefer French fries. <gasps> oh, I, you might want to call me un-American. Your own country. Well, they're better. I got one final one for you. All right. What is the name of the first pizzeria in America? Famous Ray's. No, Cliff. No. Wrong. Wrong. Lombardi's. Lombardi's. Well, God bless them. Thank you for thank you for your service, Lombardi's. <laughs> now send us a pizza. And that's all the food trivia I got for you. What the food? Oh, what the food? 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 Food?
Oh, I wish we had some more food, 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 food. Oh, boys, <laughs> it's Fonky's graduation sash here in the booth. She said she doesn't remember where she left it. And, you know, she's the valedictorian of her first grade class. She's got to wear her sash. What, what did it look like? Oh, what? <laughs> Dear, it had, it had little doilies on the side. I sewed them on myself. Oh, wait, I did see Charles wearing something that looked oddly specific that looked like that earlier. No, well, Charles, the contractor, he had on a, it was his big toilet paper thing. It was he made it, and he was calling himself, you, you know, the Marshmallow Man. It was I saw a crockpot. She had on this thing, and it looked like maybe she thought it was a, a, you know, one of those collars for a dress, like you wear, Mrs. Potter, but a butter turn. And she had it sort of around her shoulders, but it, she looked like she didn't really know how to wear it because all she had on underneath it was her bra. Oh goodness, dear! We better go stop her. Crockpot, dear! Oh, Do you have the sash, dear? We need that for the graduation. Charles, where's the sash? Oh, we, maybe we should go help him find it, Cliff. Because, uh, we, because that would be. <laughs> <laughs> what? Of course we should, Kendall, because that would be the nice thing to do. That's what I mean. It would be the nice thing to do. That's right. And plus, I mean, it's a mystery now. Who's got it? Charles, Crockpot, another third party that nobody what? mentioned. I bet a dingo took her sash. Dingoes took the. Oh my god, we gotta get. Let's take a break and see if a dingo took it. All right, we'll talk about dingoes when we come back right after this. Always come back for seconds of Cliff and Kendall. See you after the break. Hello, is this 1976 Psych? I was in the dark until I called 1976 Psych. Now I know my past, present, and my future. You can too. Call 1976 Psych. Welcome back to the show. I hope you're ready for fat people. Too hard. 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 I need some mustard, Cliff. Hinda, what are you putting a pillow over your face? Are you trying to smother yourself? I, I failed to do it. Don't I do it. I failed again, Cliff. <laughs> Don't do it. That reminds me, this last week I was watching Jam and the Holograms, <laughs> one of the great, great shows. And I, you know, I told you on my list last week of, of all the things I bought mm-hmm. that I bought it because I was really afraid one day that I wouldn't be able to get it and it would be gone and I would never be able to experience Jim and the holograms again, but luckily I bought it, and luckily it actually is so good because I, sometimes you know, like an old cartoon from when you were little, it doesn't all it sort of doesn't like hold your attention necessarily mm-hmm. as an elderly person, but not so with Jim and the holograms. <laughs> it, it is an action adventure, glamour and fame. It is a, a, a it's like Dallas except for in a cartoon series. Uh, Did you ever see the live action gym that they made? No, because it had it really had nothing to do with the show. It was like nothing. Oh, really? From what I from what I read, it, the live action movie was just about like a girl 
with a like a band and maybe she, oh. and maybe she had like a double identity or something but certainly it was nothing they could make an actual really good movie out of Jim and the holograms yeah because she's because you could do anything because she uses synergy which is this computer program that her father made and she controls it by wearing these earrings and she'll say it's showtime synergy and she'll press on her ear like you know she's it's ear stuff like Carol Burnett and yeah. and then Synergy will cover her with a, a hologram. That's how she becomes Jim. That's how Jerrica uh, becomes Jim. See, this is like Hannah Montana before Hannah Montana. <laughs> it really, like way before. So anyway, but, but it's a hologram. And so sometimes it, it, when Jim, they're in the holograms, they're in a tight spot. She'll have to say, oh, Synergy, do, do something. And Synergy will create like a, a hologram so, it, so so people are like, the crooks running after them are afraid because they think they see like these tigers chasing them and stuff. It, it could be so good. Now, Cliff, it is unusually hot in the booth today. I don't know. Is it just because we're eating so much lately? I think it's me. I think you're picking up on my charisma and my Oof. rock star energy with this Bon Jovi hair that I've got over here. That must that must be it. This rocking hair that you got going on. But now I've like I've had some nights lately where I've eaten so much that I just sit in a pool of sweat and I'm like the air, the fan, nothing will cool me off. I'm like because my digestive system is working overtime and I'm just like a hot mess. Yeah. Do you have that happen to you? Oh, yeah. It's like the factory that there's a problem in the boiler Ooh. and Yeah. Yeah, lots of times. Well, there's a problem with the boiler right now uh, cuz I am feeling hot in here and it's not just the hot subjects we're about to d- dish out because <laughs> about about to turn Mr. Bottom. Oh, if you can't take the heat, <laughs> then get out of the podcasting booth. <laughs> <laughs> But we should get them in here and actually do some. Uh, let's subjects. get them in here. I, I don't know. I, 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 I think they still haven't found Funky's graduation sash. Yes, dear. We're oh. still looking everywhere for it, but she needs it desperately for the graduation. Oh, she's got to find it. She's got to wear it. How else will they know she's the valedictorian of her class? Oh, uh, they'll know. But you know what I always say? What? When you're looking for something and you can't find it, it's best to just sit down and have some hot subjects to take your mind off of it oh, for a minute. Oh, oh, no. I don't know if I can stand anything so controversial oh, right now. No, oh, dear. I'm already so upset. It's a very important graduation coming up, dear. I don't know if this is the prudent time to talk about hot subjects. Well, you know, the sash is going to turn up. We're going to find it. Everything's going to turn out. Okay, I think. Let's just, you know, for the moment, let's just, if we think about these awful hot subjects that are so terrible and just so controversial that I can't believe we're even going to talk about them on the air, then it'll free up the, the back part of our brains to maybe remind you where you last saw the sash. I think it's a great idea. Cliff, why don't you hit us with a hot subject? <laughs> what, whatever oh you say, boys. All right, here's a hot subject for everybody. Now, everybody, there is a worker that's considering quitting their job after their colleagues accidentally overheard them talking during a work-from-home video meeting. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. And they explain that, you know, they were on Zoom, and they didn't realize that they were not muted. They thought that they were. And so they did something that's kind of weird that their office mates found bizarre they did a podcast no even worse they started talking (laughs) to their food and to their self and they were eating a sandwich and so for example they said something like mmm there's hummus among us or when they had a chip they would say things like now that's what I call a chip or welcome to my mouth Mr. Pita And and the sandwich they pretended that the sandwich insulted me so they were like did you just call me a bitch ooh you just buttered the wrong biscuit <laughs> and, and then later they said don't worry I had my fiber gummy so you're going to come out smooth I don't think anything's wrong with it. Oh, my goodness, dear, that's terrible. It's been proper etiquette in so many ways. So many ways. I oh, can't even I... count the ways. Oh, yeah, but no. I talk to my food all the time. You do not. I do. Have you never... Okay, whoa. You've never talked to your food? No. What do I say to it? 
because I get so excited. I'm like, oh, here we go. We're gonna I, like. I mean, I, I wouldn't have that exact conversation, but I would talk to my food. I'm like, oh, you're about to get in my stomach. <laughs> I just enjoy the experience too much. <laughs> well, I've never in my life, never, dude. Never in my life either. Sugar lump. Well, that was a pretty, pretty hot subject. Right. But I told you it was hot. There's more. Oh. Cliff and everyone, the Falkland Islands, they have decided to go ahead, still go ahead with their ugliest dog competition, even though we got all this terrible lockdown going on, so they will be doing it online. And they said you can submit your photos on the Fizzy 111 community page. What a horrible thing. What if there was a fattest podcaster well, thing in contest? I know who would win. <laughs> what if they submitted you and you didn't know? I think it's terrible, dear. Talking about ugly little dogs. They're all beautiful in, in God's eyes, dear. You know. Of course, dear, of course. Everything is beautiful. Oh, in its own way. Exactly. Just like this hot subject I'm about to release oh, no. into the booth. Alright, there was a fire on a farm in northern England and it was accidentally set, get this, by one of the pigs. And I don't mean one of the local police force. Oh, uh, but it was a hell demon. And it's not even, <laughs> or a hell demon actually. It was a, a hog that had swallowed a pedometer worn by one of its fellow pigs to demonstrate that the animals were free range. <laughs> and, but after the pig pooped out the pedometer, Copper in its battery sparked a flame in the pig doo-doo and dried hay bedding. And according to the BBC, the fire spread to cover about 75 square meters of the farmyard before it was contained. Oh, goodness. Anyone that a pig farmer knows that pig feces is highly flammable. Oh, everybody learns that. I believe Fonky learned it this year in the first grade. <laughs> of oh, course. She, yes, she did, of course, dear. If she's graduating, she absolutely did. And maybe you could even tie that in somehow in your speech, Mrs. Butter 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 Churn, in your oh, commencement. Oh, no, dear, I don't think it's proper to talk about feces during a graduation speech. <laughs> Alright, whatever you say. Uh, you know, uh, some other hot, hot Crazy news. Uh-oh. Someone online here on Fizzy 111 has been selling a special concoction to cure the coronavirus. Uh-oh. Have you heard this? Oh, what is they it? They claim to knock it right out, and officials tested the mystery substance. It turns out it's urine mixed with sheep's milk. Oh, 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 that's so disgusting. Oh, my bowel. You can't You've caused a very large bowel attack over here. Oh, So I'm, I'm guessing you disagree with that hot subject. Everybody would disagree with that, Kendall. Don't even, like you agree, did you buy yourself a gallon? Well, not before I knew that it was urine and sheep's milk. Oh, did you? I mean, not after I knew. Did, did you <laughs> inject it between your toes? Absolutely not. Oh, well, luckily Ken- the study came out before I tried it. Oh, thank heavens God. for that. Well, Kendall, I have one more hot subject. Can, this is just so annoying. See if you're as annoyed by this as I am. <laughs> I guarantee I will be. Okay, so you know Elon Musk, who's so annoying. Anyway. I'm annoyed already. <laughs> And, but you know how he had a baby, right? Yes, I do. And do you know what his name is? Yes, I do. <laughs> what is it? It's like AE12 slash 74. So I forget the number. I forget it now, but I know what it is. <laughs> it's X dash the AE thing that's together. An yeah. A and E in love. And then dash A dash 12. And it's so annoying, but in California, where he lives, the only you can you only use the alphabetical letters from the English language on birth certificates. So they may be forced to do something else because it's illegal to name someone with that A-E and a 12 in there. Oh, well, of course it is. <laughs> that poor child oh, is going to be in therapy for years. Oh, oh, oh. Well, it's pronounced X-A-12, according to the horrible parents. <laughs> the, I don't. I forget why the ash is, but the A-12 part is because it's named after an airplane that they love, especially. Well, you know, it's weird. That was the name you and Susan were going to use if you ever had a child? The exact same name. Now, um... This guy I used to work with in Los Angeles, 
his name is uh, the first name and last name are A E, and he actually used that little A E as his like signature at the end of things. And he is irate beyond recognition on Facebook. <laughs> He's like, he was like, this was mine, damn it, before anybody had it, and now they ruined it. I, I hate hearing about things like that. That sounds like a form of child abuse, sugar lump. It's just not a Christian name. I don't appreciate their etiquette at all. Oh, you don't, dear. I'm the one that's the expert on etiquette. And it's a total breach. Uh, well, you know, you that's the, all the hot subjects I can handle. Oh, thank goodness, dear. I'm going to have to go cool down before this speech. Let's go talk to the children and see if they remember where they put that sash. Oh. Yes, let's do that. Crockpot, do you have any ice, dear? I'm overheated. Yes. Oh, very warm in this booth. Oh, it is. It's just so hot. It's like all this body heat is just fusing together in here. It's a lot of body heat fusing together. But one thing that's going to cool us down is hearing some cool facts about bingo. Oh, is it ever, Cliff? Is it ever? Bingo! We've reached the dingo <laughs> portion of the show. Cliff, you know dingoes have been around for a long, long time. Oh. 3,500 years ago. Oh, man. Are, are they like the lizards of Australia and they got to sing the, uh, uh, the, the song, the devil song? Please allow me to introduce Please allow me to introduce myself. I'm a man of wealth and taste. I don't even know if I fully followed what you just said, but yes, they're the lizards of Australia. <laughs> I learned a long time ago that if I enjoyed the joke, then that was 90% of the audience that I was aiming for. So Well, and I'm here for the top 10%. So even <laughs> when I just mumble through <laughs> something and then it ends up in me singing a Rolling Stones song... Uh, it, you know, and nobody could make out a coherent word. I, I'm still laughing. Well, I'm glad somebody is, Cliff. I'm glad somebody is. Um, I've been around since Jesus Christ. Remember that part? Since since Ash A12, yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> Run away, Ash A12. Run away. Now, Cliff, dingoes. They're like the same size as a Springer Spaniel, but they are brave enough to target and eat an adult kangaroo when hung, hunting in packs. Speaking of our first half of the show. Well, when we're hungry, you know, God only knows what we will attack. But God only knows what we'd attack with and eat. <laughs> now, Kendall, show me with your hands how big is a Springer Spaniel. Oh, it's roughly this big i can't do it i can't the booth is too small that, that, uh -huh. that okay so it's they're big though a big dog about 20 pounds in that range i think oh i need to lose like five springer spaniels <laughs> oh you need to lose a lot more than that cliff kendall dingoes you know my favorite dingo fact what's that is is that they you know of course they love to go and just eat things on farmers livestock farms <laughs> and the, and the owners the, the the sheep owners the farmers they have resorted to guard donkeys to protect their stock because donkeys are low maintenance and they scare away dingoes and foxes with their powerful kicks what an ass what an ass well, that's good to hear. I'm glad that the donkeys are saving the world one one uh, ass at a time. Donkeys um, are doing it for themselves. Now, Cliff, dingoes yes. are not like us. Um, oh. Because when food is plentiful and they end up with more than enough, they often bury their leftovers to eat later. We don't. We eat it right away and make ourselves sick. <laughs> I know. Can you imagine if... Like, how do they remember where they buried stuff? I don't remember where I put my car keys. I bet there's holes all over Australia with just... Just packets of food that they've forgotten where they put. <laughs> Probably so. Uh, hopefully, maybe the kangaroos find it and, and are able to that's eat it. That's the next Pixar movie. Uh, a forgetful dingo that's, that keeps, like, leaving its food and... Oh, they forget where it is. That would be great. <laughs> patent pending. Patent pending. Somebody call Disney. All right, Kendall. That said, these dingoes are high maintenance. Did you know this? So they're more like us than I thought. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. They're closely related to wolves, and they have deeply ingrained pack values. And they don't like being left alone. And when you get back and greet them, you got to go through about 15 minutes of petting, talking, and kissing. And failure to do so will make the dog disappointed and upset. Oh, you're just like a dingo, Cliff. <laughs> Uh, dingoes have learned to conserve water over the years. They just they oh. can do without. In many instances, the stronger animals drink will drink the water if there's a limited supply, while the older or the weaker ones will go without. So if we were dingoes, we just have to do without. We have to do without. They're like, don't let those fat dingoes over here. <laughs> They're old and weak. Drink up all our water. Now, do you know how dingoes are the owls of the outback? Who? 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 It's not because they say who. It is because they can turn their head 180 degrees. Oh, they really? They can? They can, which is not as far as an owl, but much farther than a human. Ooh. Who? 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 But you know what? You know what they do? They do do. They do do this, Kendall. They don't bark. You know what they do? They they have sort of a yodeling howl. What if, what if when that video was made, it, they'd been looking around, and it wasn't that little boy yodeling in Walmart. It was a dingo. <laughs> we have plenty of time in quarantine for us to work on that video. That could be part of the Pixar movie. Oh, this is great. We've got to get Disney on the phone today. But the largest fence in the world was built to keep out dingoes. Did you know this? Oh, how, how sad. They were de- the Australians were desperate to keep their flocks safe, and they resorted to building a fence in southern Australia to keep them out. And the impressive fence is one of the longest structures in the world and is generally considered to be the longest fence. It's our dingo fence. Keeps out the dingoes. They kept trying to eat our babies. Our babies. Kendall, no, they, they don't eat babies very often, but you know, female dingoes, they will eat the droppings of her offspring. Ugh, yuck. And she gets a little peckish. She's like, well, I could eat that pile of duty right there. Another reason we are not like the dingoes. You know, some people... Moms. You know, they say that God couldn't be everywhere, so he created... Mother dingoes to eat their babies' doo-doo. Somebody's got to do it. Uh, you know, some people keep them as pets. So, how could you do it? Well, you don't have to worry about cleaning up poop. <laughs> because they just get the mother, get the, when the, let the mom visit. Yeah, she comes and eats all the poop up for you. Dingoes. Did you know, did you know anything about dingoes at all? They're very doggish, but they're more like wolves. Cliff, I didn't did know they know- were even dog-like. <laughs> <laughs> what did you think that they were? I had no clue. I knew that they ate babies, supposedly. Uh-huh. That was all I knew about dingoes. So, see, this is a Peabody-worthy. Hey, if you could teach me something, you could teach the whole world something. We are the world. We know about dingoes. Oh, <laughs> uh, now, Kendall, I have to tell you for just a minute. <laughs> yeah, right. Likely. Just yesterday... I watched the new Kimmy Schmidt oh my God. interactive special. I haven't watched it yet. So you told me that. You texted me that, and I read it. And my brain didn't fully like realize what you had said. Uh-huh. Because you were like, oh, there's a new special. And I thought, oh, they're doing a quarantine thing or something. Like, in my mind, I thought, I'll have to look that up. Right. And then I was on Netflix, and I saw it. I haven't watched it yet, but I was like... Holy shit, there's an interactive Kimmy Schmidt episode. Now it all makes sense. Well, first off, Kimmy Schmidt, the show, is just one of the great, 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 great things ever produced, in my opinion. Uh Uh-huh. And it is just so positive and just a light. So if you need to watch something that's just like so, you know, just something happy, you should watch that. But but the show I love, but this special, I was trying to rewatch the show, before I watched it. But then I realized, Cliff, you're an idiot. You know what happened. <laughs> you you are allowed to watch this before you rewatch season four, right? Yeah. 
I, you know, because it just felt like I was opening gifts before Christmas morning or something. <laughs> but I thought, no, idiot, go ahead and watch it. So I did. It is one of the best things, and it's basically a movie length. Oh, really? Of course, there's like three different stories, like an episode. There's a Kimmy, and then there's something, you know, two other things that are happening with the other characters. Yeah. And yeah, I watched it back to back twice. So you need to give yourself like three hours. To watch it and because there's choices that you can make for like Jacqueline and uh, whoever else have their own storyline uh, uh-huh. that affect like their whole storyline oh, like it. the whole the whole mo- the rest of the movie so many different ways and I can't even I don't want to give anything away but it was just <laughs> I was and it was like I still feel like I'm watching it because I'm still thinking about it it was just one of the gr- great one of the best things ever and so I just uh, 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 Made you do that a lot. And that, that's With Cliff's review. <laughs> but anyway, Kendall, I recommend you have to watch. It is so well, yes. great. A plus 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 plus. I want to watch it, and it, it's like all the um, choose your own adventure books. When I had those as a kid, like I have to always go back and know every outcome. So that I'm the same way. Like I have to watch every version. Um, but and that's not stupid. No. But you know what is this? This show, Cliff and Kendall, coast to coast. That and these stupid questions. Oh, uh, I know you've been waiting the whole show. I've been waiting for these stupid questions. All right, <clears throat> Cliff. Some are high, some are low, some are long, some are short, some are old, and some are new. In all of your travels, what is the most awe-inspiring bridge you have ever crossed? Oh, all of the bridges of Madison County. <laughs> but when, when you said summer high, I thought you meant like like a, like a high school. Like summer high. <laughs> summer high, summer middle, summer uh, yeah, elementary. Summer elementary. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Cliff, aside from any family occurrence, being a marriage, special anniversary, birth of a child... What event or accomplishment would you consider to be the highlight of your life thus far? I can't, I can't abide by your rules, Kendall, because the thing that was the highlight of my life is my marriage, my anniversary, and the birth of my child. Those, that's it. I can't think of anything else. All right. Well, there you go. All right, Cliff. When was the last time you laughed so hard that you cried? Answer that for yourself. What was I just talking about? <laughs> Kimmy Schmidt. Kimmy Schmidt. Kimmy Schmidt. Kimmy Schmidt. Kimmy Schmidt is the best thing. Makes me so mad if I'm ever in a room alone with the person at Netflix that said, mm, I don't think we need any more seasons of Kimmy Schmidt. Oh, ho, ho, you don't want to know what I'm going to do. Because it's not going to be nice. Cliff, if for one month you could live at any famous residence or house in the entire world, which one would you pick? I would live at Jake Gyllenhaal's house, and I would just be the non-speaking maid and just clean every day. He has a speaking maid and a non-speaking maid. Right. You'll take the non-speaking one. Okay, got it. And one final stupid question to rule them all. Ah. Cliff, if you could bring back any deceased superstar for one final performance in their respective field, whom would you choose? Can we talk Joan Rivers? Oh, good one. Good one. Wouldn't she be great? Don't oh, we just no. need her to just come back and just let loose? We don't even need to talk about her. I agree wholeheartedly. Let's bring her back. Yes, Joan. <laughs> Joan it is. All right, that's all the time we have for stupid questions. Uh, and one last thing, Kendall, that you need to watch uh-huh. on HBO is We're Here, the show with the drag queens. Have you seen it? I haven't. You really should w- watch one. And okay. it's so good. It's a very, it's a very like positive, uplifting thing. Okay, we, I watched um, Mrs. America, the first episode of that one. That was not so uplifting. Yeah, I'm avoiding that. <laughs> if there's one thing you should avoid, Kendall, avoid Mrs. <laughs> the rest of Mrs. America. <laughs> Uh, okay. Oh, uh, boys, <laughs> wonderful news. <laughs> we, we found, found the sash. <laughs> oh, praise the Lord. You, did Charles have it? Did, I bet Crockpot had it. Was she wearing it as like a, a skirt? Oh, no, dear, dear, you'll never believe it. 
Opie was so sad that we weren't giving him very much attention that he stole it, dear. He had the sash the entire time. Oh, you know how those toddlers, they can be very sensitive. Oh, <laughs> uh, those terrible toddlers, I do. <laughs> well, I hope, you know, we'll have to have a special Opie party or something for him we'll, tomorrow. We'll have to do a whole episode for Opie. At some, At some point, you know, someday... He, you know, he's still got a long, a lot of stuff ahead of him to look forward to. Oh, dear, I'm going to make him some cupcakes, especially for him for tomorrow. Oh, now make a few for me, dear, that I can eat with my new bowel medication. <laughs> and uh, while you're at it, you know, let's not forget the two hosts of the show. Oh, well, just l- at least let me lick the bowl, okay? All right, dear, I better get a bigger bowl if I'm going to make all these cupcakes. <laughs> All right, let's go and get Fonky ready for her little internet thing and your big speech, dear. Yes, dear, I hope you boys are almost done with the show because my speech is coming up soon. Yes, we'll be right in there. Yeah, we're we're just going to finish up. We got a few loose ends to tie up. (laughs) Okay, dear, well, we'll be out there waiting for you to go. Let's go, dear. All right. Oh. Uh, It's going to be a good one. You know it is. It's going to be a good one here. Uh, at the store, I guess I don't know. It's so so weird being here at the store. We've just been here so many weeks and months. This is, just feels like this is the world. Glad we opened this sh- shop, or we wouldn't have had anywhere to sit. <laughs> <laughs> I know what a what a life, life, life. What a life. life what a life, 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 <laughs> life. Do you have any parting words about dingoes that you want to share before we get into the quarantine concert? Dingoes are. People, too. Just don't forget. That's good. It's good. Yeah. Speaking of, yes, the Quarantine Concert is coming up. It's one of the best ever. It has one of my new greatest hits. Kendall, how much did you love it when you heard it yesterday? Oh, Cliff, I can't even describe how much I love it because I just can't. There's not words. That's, in fact, why I wanted the thesaurus because I wanted to come up with other words for how to describe how great the concert was, and the Mrs. Potter Butter Butter Turn needed it though, so I'm gonna have to let you use all the words. Okay. Well, I instead I'm just gonna we're gonna play it, and we'll get that thesaurus back after she finishes her speech because I still want to hear what you've got to say. All right. Well, more to come uh, from me and words to describe the quarantine concert. But for now, let's listen to it, and we'll see you here next week. Muffins, donuts, and butternut rack crispies. Chimichangas in Poland's capital city. But do me a favor and don't do it this time. Don't do it this time, please. Candle, don't eat. I just made a sandwich. Candle, don't eat. I'm not sharing it. I made it just now. Thank you. Oh, I hope you don't mind. I did have to lip sync that one because I was dancing so much. <coughs> but it's coming back to me now. <sighs> Getting my breath back. Thank you. That was, of course, was the eye side of my wonderful single that I was able to share and preview on the Cliff and Kendall show that we're lucky enough to do every week. Just, you know, I do have to think in this crazy, mixed-up world that we live in about the good things, about the wonderful things that go on, and not only the wonderful things that we still do have with us today, but some of the wonderful things back in the seasons of my past, or my youth. Hit it, Crock-Pot. Back 
Through the years I go wandering once again Back to the seasons of my youth I recall a beloved rectangular prism And how I put that thing to use You'd put in VHS tapes I loved them one and all From the FBI warning To the rewinding tape roll I had so many videos As far as the eye could see Those paper covered hunks of plastic Meant so much to me Way back then there were movies That I could watch o'er and o'er again all day From Batman to Soap Dish To Straight Talk to Hairspray Dick Tracy, Ghostbusters 2 Steel Magnolias Anything with the Muppets or Ernest And oh yeah, True Beverly Hills My old VHS tapes that I watched on my TV Manufactured in Taiwan But they spent their lives with me Although the format's obsolete, they're still alive to me. My old VHS tapes that I watched on TV. Yes, back then you would push play and the tape inside would start to move. Then the FBI would warn us of things we ought not to do. Then you would adjust the tracking If there was a need on my old VHS tapes I watched on my TV Oh, I couldn't understand it When somebody mentioned A thing called a DVD It was a new invention I told them all that story About the magic of my tapes And the joy they brought to my life How could they ever go away? But the world didn't listen VHS is now in the past DVD is next to go But it won't be the last Now I know most people won't care But they don't see what I see In my old VHS tapes That I watched on my TV on my TV. And that TV, thank you, thank you. And that TV was not wide. It, well, it was from side to side. If you were saying it on the side of it, it was quite wide compared to today's TV kids. Did you know this? My next number is from the Academy Award winning movie Norma Ray. It is the Academy Award winning original song from the movie for which. Sally Field also won an Academy Award. Can uh, Wow. Note to Hollywood, more Sally Field than everything. Am I right? Yes, I'm right. All right. Ain't no miracle being born. People doing it every day Ain't no miracle growing old People just roll that way So it goes like it goes And the river flows And time it rolls right on Maybe what's good gets a little bit better Maybe what's bad gets gone Bless the child of the working man She knows too soon who she is And bless the hands of a working man He knows his soul 
is his So it goes like it goes And the river flows In time it rolls right on And maybe what's good Gets a little bit better And maybe what's bad Gets gone Yeah, it goes like it goes, like the river flows, and time keeps rolling on. And maybe what's good gets a little bit better. And maybe what's bad gets Gone. Okay, Crockpot, hand me that cardboard sign that says Union. Oh, Crockpot, this says Onion. That's silly. It wasn't supposed to be silly. It was supposed to be poignant. Oh, God, just never mind. Start the exit music. Finally enough favorite part where I come out in my bathrobe and Kendall listen I'm explaining this for your benefit when I come out in my bathrobe this is a tribute to Tracy Ullman that's what she used to do at the end of the Tracy Ullman show and she'd come out in her bathrobe and she'd say go home go home but since we can't go home just go back to you know regular store quarantine life thank you for this quarantine concert universe 